0: What's going on, everybody? All right. Yo, today I have a very special treat for you. So I belong to this Facebook group called Ultra Running. And in that group, I saw this guy put this post out saying that he just finished running 30 marathons in 30 days. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how, like, what? And then the next day, he posts that he ran. 800 miles within the last 30, 31 days and now he belongs to the 1000 pound club which if you don't know what that is it's like with weightlifting, it's your squat bench and deadlift and the weight that you lift adds up to a thousand pounds and he did that at the end of his marathon challenge and here's the crazy part during the entire challenge he also ate fast food every single day for lunch and i'm thinking this guy is lifting weights he's eating fast food he just ran 30 marathons in 30 days that is that 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 says a lot about somebody and i'm excited to have a conversation with him really get to know like more about what he does and the the mindset that goes behind being able to do something like that. So, Josh, man, I'm, I'm super excited to have you here, man.
1: Yeah, I want to thank you for having me and looking forward to this opportunity.
0: Awesome. So, for our listeners, just give us some background in terms of where, like who you are, where you come from. Stuff like that. I'm an
1: active duty officer and I was on the listed side before and i've been in about 12 years now i am married i have three kids and as you're discussing like the challenge i did kind of followed my journey through fitness and pushing myself just each day wanting to test myself mentally and physically to be better and my main goal i'm 32 years old and each year i want to be able to beat myself before so next year when i turn 33 going to be better than 32 uh, year old Josh.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, man, you, you definitely set the bar high for yourself, but I think you, I think that's the kind of person you are like, hell yeah. Like let's, let's see how much more I can, I can get out of this. So what made you decide to run, like to do this challenge?
1: I um I'm waiting for the next progression of my career as an officer for the captain careers course to start. And I had a ton of leave days. So in the Army, each month, you get a certain amount of leave days that you build up. So that way you can get some time off during training or deployments to spend time with your family or just mentally relax. And because I had uh, so many leave days, I was thinking like, you know, what what can I do? Like, what can I make this leave different? Sat down, talked with my wife because she's supported me through all of this and the crazy ideas I come up with. And I told her, I'm like, you know, there's always that age old theory, like you can't outrun a bad diet. And I wanted to see like, what would it take to do this? And thought a marathon a day, like how can I push myself like in a different way? So came up with a marathon a day and then fast food every single day for lunch. And it was uh, quite the journey to be able to outrun a bad diet
0: how long did you make how long ago did you make that decision?
1: Maybe a month before because yeah, we had the leave days saved up and it was just spur of the moment, which a lot of the challenges I come up with. I'm like, hey babe, I'm gonna do this. And she just like make sure you don't get hurt while you're doing it.
0: So in the meantime Do you usually do a lot of running and a lot of training leading like that allows you to make that kind of decision or like what does your training usually look like normally?
1: Before uh, the marathon, um, when I was at my previous duty assignment, I would uh, run each day before my weightlifting and I would do running after, but it was nothing the mileage that I was putting in for this challenge. And when I PCS to Fort Bragg, where I'm currently assigned now, my running um, increased. So I was preparing for an ultra race, the um, Dogwood Ultra. And I was putting on a ton of miles, did that race, and I took some time off. And that's what started getting antsy to do another race. And that's what set me up because I could not find any races in the meantime. And that was another big decision like, okay, let's, let's find something to do.
0: Yeah, how many marathons have you ran or ultras leading up to the challenge?
1: I've only done two uh, official ultras where I can actually go in person. And then with my training, I've probably done four or five with 30 miles or more.
0: Mm. Okay. Yeah, because I- I'm looking to do some, some ultras myself. Um haven't haven't done it just yet. and I would assume like through like that buildup and all that training, I think it just makes it more doable when you put yourself through that kind of hell <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, it's one of those things, like until your body experiences it and you push yourself like just one more mile and see like uh 50k is the main one i think people do for their first ultra it's like 31 miles maybe 32 and that's like that first checkpoint you do that and then you start going well what could i do now or how many more miles can i add or can i add another hour and you'll just keep pushing yourself and that's what's leading me up um, for like my redemption when i did the dogwood ultra I wanted to hit the gold standard of hundred miles and 24 hours or less fell short. And I have another race, the Thailand 24 in November, where I'm looking to, uh, avenge that and get it done.
0: Yeah. And that's a, that's another hundred miles as well. Yes. Wow. So with like training for an ultra, what does that look like? How many miles are you putting in a weekend? Are you eating fast food like during your training time? <laughs> um,
1: so fast food, uh, I love food, all, all different types of food. So it just depends on the day, like with my schedule with work or what's going on, I'm gonna just eat what I can get my hands on uh, during lunchtime, but I do the intermittent fasting. So I get to break the fast with whatever you're craving. I Have you done
0: intermittent fasting? Yeah, I've actually been doing intermittent fasting for like the last six weeks. I love it.
1: So, you know, like there's some days you just, can't get one craving out of your head, no matter what. And you're like, okay, that's what I'm gonna get. So some days it will be fast food, other days it's gonna be healthy. It's just like whatever I'm craving at that time. And then normal dinner with the family, just standard meals. So the diet it just fluctuates on what I'm doing each day and like what
0: I am craving. Okay, So what is your re- what did your recovery look like during the challenges? You have to ice all the time, ice baths what was that like?
1: Normally, uh, recovery is just a little bit of stretching. I got really big into stretching about two months ago. I did another 30-day challenge because I went years without stretching and my hamstrings from my increased running were just like shortening and pretty, pretty immobile at that point. And then during the 30 days, i really fell in love with stretching so i've been making sure to add that in like after weightlifting and running whatever muscle group i'm hitting and never really had the ice or epsom salt or do anything until the 30 days of the marathons
0: Mm -hmm. what what would you say were like the hardest marathons for you were they all difficult or some like kind of breezy or some more difficult than others
1: (sighs) First one uh, was probably like the best feeling. She went into it fresh and then there's distinctively two I remember. And then some of it I've already like blocked out because my neighborhood, it's super hilly and it has a trail in it. And so majority of it were done in my neighborhood. Just changed the route a little bit. Day two is when I got close to the five hour mark. So I wanted to keep all the marathons under five hours and started off with my right like uh, an inversion sprain on the inside of your ankle and then the top of my foot was completely swollen and have photos of that and kept that because for the next like three days just an extreme pain as I'm running and then the worst day of the whole thing was day 17 because it was just like everything was falling apart at the same time and I forced saw that day coming. Like I knew at one point there's going to be one day that tests me the most where it's going to make or break where I'm like, you know, what? I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm over it. I don't care. Like 17, and it was day 17 I had two miles left. And I'm like doing a skip jog thing because my right quad just felt like it was tearing. I couldn't like lift my foot up, like maybe three inches off the ground. So I was doing this hobble run, text my wife I'm like I'm done like I hate this I don't want to be I don't want to do it anymore just like going through a ton of emotions at the time but I still had to get home like to get home I had to go those two miles and just kept going kind of like uh you see a checkpoint jog to it and then like walk a little bit and just like keep pushing it then when I got home I let her know like as I just sat at the counter with my bowl of frosted flakes and just stared at it told her look. I'm saying I'm done. I know I'm not. Knew this day was gonna come. I just need to like soak for a minute, but we're gonna be good to go, and we're gonna smash tomorrow. And I ended up cutting off 30 minutes of my time the next day.
0: Damn. So when you woke up the next day, how are you feeling about it? You're like, all right, could you kind of slug yourself through it, or were you like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get back into it?
1: I. <laughs> it was like bedtime. So you, you do the run, you like right after you feel like you're like completely sore out of it. And then as the day progresses, you loosen up, you start to forget like, oh, I ran a marathon. And then they're going to bed and you start thinking again, like, oh, I have to do another marathon tomorrow. And majority of the time I would like pump myself up like, OK, you got this. You are going to smash it. And I would just go to bed with that mindset, wake up and then be ready to go.
0: Dang, bro. That that's insane. So what time of the day were you usually running your marathons to where you would forget like later on in the day?
1: Um I have three kids and because I was on leave, I didn't want to take that time away from my family and just be running through the day, come home, not see them, not spend time with them. So majority of the time I was probably starting my run by like 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning, and there was maybe three or four extreme days where we were going to go out of town for the weekend. Again, I didn't want to like, I didn't want the challenge to get in the way of our normal life and like if we had plans to go somewhere. So like two or three, like maybe got like three hours of sleep, woke up at two, did my run, came home, showered, and then just jumped in the van because we were going out of town.
0: Wow. Wow. You know, I, I think it's actually very fascinating that you still lived your normal life during this challenge and during that time because you in in your Instagram, by the way, if you if you guys want to follow him, it's um the underscore U-R-T-S. And, and by with the way, a z. With, oh with the my bad. Thank you. Yeah, good the good. <laughs> at the Earths with the z. The underscore earths with a z. The_erts, with a z. And you can actually look at his highlights on his Instagram and it'll show you like each day by day and you can click and watch the highlights as they go on. And one of them, like there's like, you you answered these questions, like, are you still going to lift weights during the time? And how often were you lifting weights during this challenge?
1: In the beginning, the weightlifting was, a lot. Like I was still doing my normal routine where I would do my main lifts and then I would do supplementary exercises, but halfway through it just became the main lifts. I wanted to maintain the strength. And I had the idea, um, probably day 10 when I was like, okay, how, how can I push this challenge more besides a marathon a day for 30 days? And because running came second in my fitness journey, I've always had a passion with weightlifting and I came up with the idea. I'm like, let's do the thousand pound club. Like let's show you can have strength and endurance. So not only was it like outrun a bad diet, but I'm like, let's do strength and endurance and do the thousand pound club on day 30 and see if I was able to hold up. And the main three lifts just focused on that each day, following a progression to hopefully maintain my strength but the only thing I didn't factor in was losing 10 pounds, which is a lot when you're, I'm already 185 pounds and then dropping into the 170s. I did not expect like the loss of strength after all the marathons.
0: Mm, totally makes sense. And so leading up to, because I'm, I'm still thinking like, because the way you're talking about it is just, it's so normal. And it's like, I think it's like fucking insane. Now, like with running, you said you've been in the army for 12 years, right? Yeah. So during that 12 years, did you like you, were you running consistently as well? But not like doing like crazy right like races and marathons right like, oh, no. Are you, are you doing like a couple miles, like a few like a few times a week. Like did you have to build up to that. All right. So my
1: running, which like if you looked at me now, you would just think, all right, this guy has always been in shape. He's always the lift. And yes, there's like everyone has a story, like, oh, I lost weight. This is my fitness journey, and this is what I did, which is awesome. And I you you can. Some people are extremely fit and been that way, but I had to learn to get in shape because I joined the army. Um, I was a little bit heavier when I first joined. Had to work to uh, cut some weight to get in, and never really did any running. So just running a two mile in 16 minutes and 36 seconds was like dying. Like I'm gonna cross that finish line at 16:35, and I'm gasping for air, laying on the ground. Uh, went through basic training, and I chose to be an infantryman. Got in extremely uh, good shape because basic NIT for an infantryman is going to get you in shape no matter what. Went to my first unit, stayed in shape, but I lost my hearing, and I can't hear high-frequency noises. Still have my speech and verbally can speak, and the Army chose to make me a medic. When they did this, I didn't have that same discipline, went to Germany, newly married, stationed overseas, just living the life and gained weight again. And I ballooned up to like 220 pounds. And again, I'm 185 just walking around. So that's a lot of weight. Took a PT test. I couldn't even run the 1636 to pass the two mile run. And it was that moment. And then they did a height and weight and they tape you if you weigh too much I failed that and at that moment I was I knew I had to I had to make a change but the change I was still like figuring out at a young age like I was 22 or 23 still trying to figure out what what do I want to do how am I going to do this and trying to grow as a person and both physically and mentally started working out more started finding that love for fitness but I just kept You know, putting running on the side, like I only need to run two times a year for the fitness test, like just be able to pass it. But then that addiction started setting in and my love, I was like, all right, I need to push it. And it was probably, you fast forward like four years later, it took that long with running for me to finally like commit and say, I'm going to max the two mile on the PT test. Finally run a 13, 17 at the time to max the two mile run. And then it started like kicking it again. I'm like, okay, what else can we do? Uh, went overseas again, uh, for extremely short deployment, went to Afghanistan. I was like, all right, I'm going to jumpstart running now because the elevation was so high. So every day woke up, ran, maybe the furthest I went was 10 miles, which was insane for me because just continuing to have that progression. Then you fast forward again. I, uh, become an officer. My running has improved, gotten faster, cut it down to like a 1245, uh, two mile running with an officer because all officers in the army can run. And it started like turning into a competition with the captain who's in charge of us. And I was just running. I could feel like, you know, when someone's breathing on your neck, when you're running, I was like, man, what is this guy doing? So I just like took off. I was like, I've had enough of it took off. We finished. And he's like, Hey, you, should do this half marathon with me. And I'm like, "Eh." I was like, I don't really do races. I kind of just run when I want to, and just what I want to do. And he's like, no, you should do it. And I'm like, the only way I'm going to do it, sir, is if I push my daughter in the stroller, because I didn't want to leave the family for two hours to go run on a Saturday, because I wasn't at that level yet. I was like, the only way I'm going to do it is if I push my daughter in the stroller, who's like three at the time. And he's like, Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. And I'm like, Okay. So, ended up doing it. But I also told him, I'm like, now I'm going to put a 20 pound weight vest under the stroller and I'm going to beat you, sir. And he was just like, not a chance. Show up, uh, (laughs) have my daughter in the stroller, put the weight vest under. And uh, just to like mess with people more, like I remember the exact meal. Like I went to Burger King, got like two breakfast burrito juniors before, and they like said, oh, stroller's in the back. to the back i'm the only guy with the stroller and i'm like all right this is interesting ended up running it in like an hour 43 and beat the the captain um then i get to my next unit my running's it's slowly increasing more we're in the office uh it's like four officers in there and they're talking about david goggins and i'd known about him seen what he's done and they're like oh david goggins this and that i'm like "Eh." i was like i'm pretty sure i could do that and they're like okay they're like, have you even run a marathon? I'm like, no, bro. Like, I'll wake up and run a marathon tomorrow if I want to. And there's, like, like, no way. And I'm like, okay. So it's middle of winter. It's, like, December. I wake up at 2 in the morning. So I'm like, well, never run a marathon, so I'm just going to give myself five hours so that way I can be home for the kids going to school and I can make it to work. Uh, you know what a camelback is?
0: Yeah. That's what's like the way the water. <laughs> yeah, so No thought or preparation for this
1: at all. I put a camel back on and told myself, I was like, every four hours, I'll drink water because I didn't do any research, didn't do anything. I'm like, I'm just going to run 26.2 miles, get to mile four. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my first water. It froze. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this, <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be interesting. I uh, ran a little bit slower than I thought. I get home and I have like a mile and a half left, but I wanted to make sure I got home to see my daughter leave for school. And my wife was like, I'm taking uh, our oldest to the bus stop. Here's the middle child. And I'm like, well, babe, I still have like a mile and a half left. She's like, take the stroller. And I'm like, okay. So (laughs) I pushed her in the stroller, finished went to work. I'm like, Hey guys, uh, just want to let you know, I ran a marathon this morning. And they're like, what? No way. And I'm like, yeah. And then that's when they tempted me with an ultra. They're like, well, do you think you could run an ultra? And I'm like, for sure, bro. Like, why not? They found, uh, I want to say it's like the long Creek 60 K in Virginia beach. And I told them I'm like, again, the only way I'm going to do this is if I run with my IOTV on. And so didn't really train up, ran a little bit like on a treadmill and track, but I did not prepare for trails. So I show up, starts like maybe hundred meters on the road, curves off to a trail. And I'm like, this is going to be interesting. But I ended up running the uh, 60K with a 20 pound weight vest on and about eight hours and 15 minutes. And that's when I like found out, I'm like, I might just be good at running now and now it's always looking for different ways to run and push the limits with any challenge I can come up with.
0: Wow, man, that that was a fucking fantastic story. One thing I appreciate about you, I keep seeing this theme over and over and over again, that you do not compromise family at all. I I really appreciate it's like, you're you're there for your kids, you make sure like you prioritize them and like even if it, even if it makes it more challenging, you're like no, like this, I don't compromise that at all, and like I'll run with the stroller, no problem. And that was actually awesome that you beat. Was, you said it's a sergeant uh, the sergeant. For which
1: one? The, uh, off the captain.
0: The captain. There we go. Yeah, you beat the captain in, in the race with the twenty pound. I, dude, this, a whole thing is crazy. You're like, you woke up <laughs> at two in the morning. Like, wow. So. So what what do you love about running? Cuz I find myself I love like the like the engagement and like to be able to push through when I'm going to like war with myself. What do you get out of it?
1: Running to me um like when I first started just I didn't have a love for it. I did it because the army told me to and through the years I have just found like there is nothing Like your two feet taking you somewhere, the mental battles that you have to constantly go through. And if anyone's run any distance, like you know, like, oh, right now my knee hurts or right now my ankle hurts. And it is just keep moving, keep going, and you'll break through just barrier after barrier and it never ends. Like weightlifting, eventually you'll plateau and you're going to have some struggles and it's a lot harder to progress forward. But with running, it is how far you can take yourself and any soldier that I've come with along the way they they'll ask you know like what's the secret or we'll be in the gym and we'll see someone lifting weights and they're they're massive and I always ask them I'm like can he run though I'm like don't you want to just be more than weightlifting, or don't you want to be more than this I'm like it is way cooler if you're running and you're good at running because your mental strength is on a whole nother level compared to everyone else
0: yeah I'm right there with you so like on that topic with the first marathon that you did were there times where you just wanted to quit and you're like like what the hell am I doing screw this or you're like okay because you're like running like a middle of the night so like what was that like
1: I was already in it like once I started and I had my mind set I, I, there's nothing that was going to stop me. Like I knew like, even though the water froze and I had to do it unsupported, no thought process, uh, nothing was going to stop me. I knew I had a smirk. Like there's always a certain point, like within the challenges I do, I'll have like a epiphany of like happiness or smirk. And I'm like, I cannot wait to just see their faces when I'm like, Hey man, I told you,
0: like <laughs> it was nothing, you know? <laughs> dude that is that is that is so fucking awesome how did you celebrate the 30-day challenge
1: um well i did a victory lap the day after i uh well i feel like talking to my wife i'm like i'm pretty sure one i created a meal that no one no one has ever seen because near our house we have a wendy's and a chick-fil-a next together and i'm sure people have done it at mcdonald's where they put the chicken patty in between the double cheeseburger and i was like i'm gonna I'm going to do this a lot bigger. And so I asked on Instagram, I was like, hey, what do you guys want my last meal to be? And the two popular votes were Wendy's and Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, all right, let's get a Baconator, slide the filet in, a couple sweet teas and a Frosty, and we are good to go. And then the next day, I (laughs) told my wife when I finished, because you have a lot of time running all these days, added up the miles. And I'm like, okay, I am at 786 miles, but during this time was also when Murph happened, so I did Murph in between uh, the marathon. Briefly, what Murph is? Uh, it is a Navy SEAL. It's a hero workout in the CrossFit community and has become extremely popular. It's where you run a mile, you do 100 pull-ups, 200. Uh, oh no! Oh, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then another mile run. And you can do it with nothing or you can do it with the weight vest. But I was going to do it. I did it with the weight vest. So that added two more miles on. And then um, once a month, I do a fast food or I do a run food challenge. And because I was already eating the fast food, I was like, let's do a Big Mac mile. So every quarter of a mile, ate a Big Mac and just ran a mile total. So I'm, I'm saying that like 789.6. And that... Who wants to finish with that? It just looks weird to be like, hey, I ran this in 30 days. So I told my wife, I'm gonna do a victory lap tomorrow. So day 31, I'm gonna go run 10.4 miles with my plate carry-on. And that's how I'm gonna celebrate that I'm done. 800 miles clean in 31 days. And that was how I celebrated.
0: Dang, man. What, what, is your, what does your wife think about your accomplishment, your wife and your kids?
1: Um, my wife, none of, it's, none of it would be possible without her. Throughout my Army career and the madness that goes on inside my head, I don't think she's surprised anymore at all. And she supports me through everything. And the kids, they, they love it too. Um, one of the things I did, I'm not really a big cyclist. I have like a Trek from the 90s, pretty sure it's made out of lead. And I just drove home one day. I was like, Hey babe, I think I'm going to run a hunt or I'm going to ride my bike hundred miles tomorrow. But, and again, waking up at two, I said, I calculated it. I was like, there's a Chick-fil-A 50 miles away. I'm going to ride there and then I'm going to ride 50 miles back and we'll be good to go. Like no train up, just wanted to see what would happen. And I had a soldier that did it with me. He did the same thing. Like he was my training partner and he, I, he would always get lured into these things with me. I'm like, Hey bro, I'm doing this. This is the one time when I told him, I'm like, Hey, I think I'm going to do this tomorrow, but you don't have to do it. And he's like, you really don't think I'll do this stuff with you. I'm like, it's up to you. So my kids, they found out like I rode my bike a hundred miles and my oldest, she was maybe five or six at the time. She was like, dad, I want to ride a hundred miles. So then my three, four year old, I, I can't remember the ages, but they're, three to five at that time, both of them, she was like, I want to do it too. And I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? So we made a chart over the summer and we rode two miles each day and they would get to color it in. And in a matter of like two and a half months, they both rode their bikes a hundred miles. And then we threw them like a little celebration party because it was such a big accomplishment for them. Wow.
0: Dude, that, that is amazing. So they're like five and Seven or five and three? Around the- so I it was five and three at the time. Wow, Dude, that is insane. So, you are obviously big on family and fitness, and like I, I believe from just the conversation we have, like you serve as just a fantastic role model for for your kids. What are like the core principles that you want to instill in your kids?
1: First, we we want them to just be good human beings, but we also want them to appreciate hard work. And what we feel would be like how we succeeded as a parent is when they grow up and they leave the house that, one, they're successful, but two, they still wanna be around us. We don't want our children to leave and then we have this fractured relationship that they still want to be around us, but they are successful in their own manner. and. We're going to be proud of them no matter what they do.
0: Man, that's, that's inspiring, man. You know, one thing I really do appreciate about you is like you, you have this, whatever it takes mentality. It's if I have to wake up at two o'clock in the morning to do this, I'm, I'm going to do it. And I, I, whatever I set my mind to I'm, I'm going to make it happen. And there is no like going back. There is no quitting at all to it's like even if it seems like super crazy and ridiculous like wait shouldn't i like have to train for this or anything like that you're like no i'm I'm just gonna i I believe like my mind's gonna do it like you making that decision a month earlier to run the to do the challenge 30 marathons in 30 days like that's more marathons than (laughs) bro like that (laughs) is like dude that that would like that because when I saw that I like blew my mind because I trained like four months last year to run my first marathon and I ran an extra mile at the end because I wanted to commemorate Kobe Bryant
1: that's awesome that's awesome
0: yeah I appreciate you man and I I ran it solo as well and and I was like man I I really like this because I like the like just like that mental toughness aspect of it of when you're just running and then you don't I when I don't know if you've experienced this you probably have at some point I'm, I'm sure you have where it's like you're running. And for me, like the last few miles, I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to walk or not. Cause like at that point it was 100% a mental game. I'm like, I have, I literally have no clue if in the next few miles I'm going to start walking. And I didn't, I, I ran all the way through. And, uh, what you've done for me is you've shown me that you can do so much more because in my head, I was thinking if, if I never had the thought like, oh, like 30, 30 marathons. But in my head, I'm thinking, oh, if I were to run 30 marathons, that would take me like five, maybe 10 years to do. But you showed me like, no, you can condense that and you're capable of so much more through your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: I've, the mental part, it's definitely taken years to get to the point. None of it has been like just snap of the finger like, OK, like this is it. Like it's a constant battle, like even to this day, like when I have to do certain things, it's it's going to be a battle. And the main thing, I guess I've never really seen failure like as a bad thing but I also don't see it like I go into everything a hundred percent like never doubt in my mind like I'm I'm gonna do it and then if something happens and like I don't do it like I don't dwell on it too long I'm just like all right I'll be back next time like now I know what to do and I'm going to smash this next time so I never dwell on anything too long to like keep me down or like get stressed out like oh man this happened last time like i just push that out and i'm ready to just come right back and like i'm gonna do it
0: boom oh, i think yeah that, that that's powerful man like and, and you learn from that you're like well why did that happen and how can i prevent that from happening next time and um yeah dude that's amazing i see you have a is that a garmin watch you have i do yeah so I, i've been thinking about getting a garmin watch myself but I have my Nike running app. I w- I wanted to know like, what, what do you love about your Garmin? Like, and how, like, what does it serve for you?
1: I did not get the Garmin until the dogwood. I've always had the Apple watch. Um, but as the run times increased in my distance, the first 50 miler that I did, um, it almost died. And so, you know, like if it doesn't register, it didn't happen. And I finished the fifty miler, looked at it, and I had like eight percent left. But I I'm gonna just stick with the Apple Watch. Like I don't wanna lose it. I love how it just tracks all the other workouts, can still text on it. It's just the convenience. But then when I started preparing for a 24 hour race, I'm like, there's no way. Like I'm gonna have to run with like a charger, hope it doesn't die. Uh did some research and I found the uh, I think I have the Garmin like Felix or something like that. And I I love it. Just the whole app within Garmin, how it tracks the miles, the heart rate, splits. Before I had that, I never looked at splits. Now I'm starting to learn and pay a little bit more attention to splits so I can improve my running time.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because like my one of my mentors, he was like, oh, let me see your splits. Because one time I think the time I ran because he's like, oh, you're going to run your marathon. It's like, well, you should at least do like a 20 mile run before you do your marathon. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. So then I, I think I did like a crazy. Like he was like, he was really impressed by like my running time. I think I ran when I did my marathon with the extra mile at the end, I finished in three hours and 21 minutes. So right. like a, yeah, I, I hear that's fantastic. So I think I'm just a natural runner, but also I'm like, I'm six feet one. So I think I'm, I think it's cause my strides are pretty long. Why? they're moving? I'm, yeah. And he's like, Oh, yeah man like let me see your splits and i'm like my splits like why why does that matter <laughs> <laughs> so like so i'm still i'm still new to this but like i i really I, i'm loving it man i'm actually gonna do the um four by four by 48 challenge in in a month okay yeah, yeah. four miles for every four hours for 48 hours
1: that's so what would that be like the end of
0: august That'll be the end of July
1: or July. Yeah. Oh man. need to get it together. I was, uh, so I just messaged someone yesterday and coming up with like, all right, what I have a couple challenges I'm going to do, but next month I'm leaving for five weeks of training. So I won't be around the family. And have you heard of like running one mile every hour
0: for 24 hours? I've, I just heard about that in the ultra running group, I think like two days ago.
1: Okay. So uh, I saw, like, seen a couple videos on it, and I was like, okay, you know, 24 miles, but I just ran a marathon a day, so I'm going to bump it up to 2.10, and that's going to give me, like, just over, it's, like, right at 50 miles, so I'm going to be doing that next month, and I'll just message you during it so I can see, like, how yours is going as well.
0: Hell yeah, man. What, what day are you, uh, are you doing it on? I'm thinking either the
1: 16th or the 24th. It needs to be a Friday. So I'll be in training all week. So I'll start it at like midnight on Friday, finish at midnight on Saturday. And then that way you can just use Sunday to get a little bit of rest before the training starts again.
0: Man, that's that's exciting, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing it on the 28th and the 29th uh, because I'm gonna be going down to London on August 1st. And I have a lot of people that, are like let's go to lunch and all this stuff and I'm not gonna lie like because I've had like different transformations in, in my life and in my head I'm not gonna lie like the 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 thought of having like people from different times of my life actually kind of terrifies me so I'm like all right listen if you want to come hang out with me you' want to say bye I'm gonna be doing this I'm gonna be running four miles every four hours for 48 hours like come run an interval with me <laughs> and so I'm a little bit more on the introverted side so I'm like all right like I'll, I'm going to do that, and I think it's going to be fun, like almost a, like a, just like a, like a peace out, like a, just like a strong way to, to leave, at least for me. But of course, I'm still going to be eating with like my closest family and making sure that I get together with my closest friends. But like my friends and all, like for me, that's kind of, it's a little terrifying, not going to lie.
1: He'll be, I, I think it'll be great if some of them come on the run with you, because When I did the 30 marathons, the only time uh, someone was able to, like, make it out, I didn't didn't really promote it, like, too much besides, like, on Instagram, just, like, in the fight, but my friend came out on the last day and did the last six miles with me, made a world of a difference, like, just completely distracted me, Um, didn't feel pain at that time, because you just have someone, like, in misery with you, and, yeah, it will help out a ton if some of them join you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and part of it is also, you know, nothing bonds people closer together than having experienced like a common struggle. I think that's why like AA works so well. And like, same thing with like, I hear with people who like went to war together, like when they go to therapy, it maybe might be a little challenging, but you put a group of them together like that really helps out with like the healing and it brings that community. And I feel like when like by going through that struggle with me, I'm sure you, like with your buddy, you feel even closer to that person. Like you're like, man, to be able to go through those, those struggles together and uh, you're appreciative of it. Cause you're like, man, like, that's so cool that you did that. You always, you always remember that. So I'm looking at it as like a, like a great bonding experience as well.
1: Yeah. It, it's definitely going to make a difference. Like him doing that, cause he had to drive like an hour just to get to my neighborhood. They knew that's where i was going to run and taking the time and waking up a little bit earlier than usual and joining me like for sure like something i won't forget
0: man that's incredible so josh man like i i greatly appreciate you taking the time to come on here um i'm sure my my friends and people who listen to this podcast are going to be like wow like that's this is incredible because i, had a, I had, a, had a lot of fun is there any last words anything you want to leave off on maybe that we didn't touch on that you would like to touch on, maybe in terms of mindset, um, any kind of advice or just something that you just want to leave because a lot of my audience are young entrepreneurs, so people who are like in their like maybe 20 to 25. Anything you want to say to the younger generation coming up right now?
1: Yeah, it's time. Like as we all know, there's only so much in the day, but a lot of people they make an excuse and it's because it's not a priority or it's pretty much the equivalent, like the dog, my dog ate my homework. And I've gone through the army for 12 years and been around multiple generations and different age soldiers and just gotten to see like people from all over the world in the United States and just choices and what's, what's a priority and just make, you know, like push yourself to be the best and you, you can find time to do everything. Um, My wife and I, we have always been looking to hustle. Like on top of the challenges, like I do, like her and I always want to push to be the best and we've made sacrifices and like a time in our life when we were at a, a base, I was a platoon sergeant. So you're in charge of, we'll say roughly 30 soldiers um and you're reporting to your command i was uh, competing for the army and competitions and it starts to sound like a little bit crazy because so it does um but then i would be working out in the morning with like one or two soldiers that wanted to get in better shape i had a part-time job at night just so we could get a little bit more income because we just wanted to build our savings and to top it off i was working on my bachelor's degree so i could become an officer today. And we had, and we just had our second child. So when people say there aren't time, you just have to, you have to make short term sacrifices. And Dave Ramsey like says it best like, if you want to live like no one else, you have to live like no one
0: else. Wow, man. What, what would you say were the biggest short term sacrifice, like the sh- sacrifice you had to make during that time? Cause that, that's insane.
1: At that time, it was, Um, because something, something's going to give a little bit and a little bit was family time because I would see them in between like both jobs or there'd be some days, like I'd have a late night at the office. I would literally like, I was delivering pizzas, like as a staff sergeant in the United States army, delivering pizzas on base at a Domino's would just throw on my pizza uniform. The soldiers knew too. They knew like staff sergeant already is going to deliver pizzas. And I'm like, Hey guys, if you want that cash and you want extra money and you want to start saving like. For your future, like this is what you need to do, and in between, I would just sneak time to see my family. We only did it for a year, and that was the only thing. Like I missed out on a little bit, but in the end, it paid off because we are now working towards like what we want to do with our lives and uh, our career.
0: That's beautiful, man. That's amazing. So, Josh, where can people find you, man? You can find me on YouTube. Um, where
1: I do army related videos, just career tips, the army combat fitness test, which is the, it's replaced the APFT, the old one. Um, and I also do a ton of food run challenges. And my latest thing that I've had a ton of fun doing is also 30 day challenges. You can find me on Instagram um, at the underscore hurts. And my and a, next is challenge.
0: Same? Is that the same on YouTube? What? Is that the, what's the name on YouTube? thirds. Okay. Gotcha.
1: And you'll be able to start keeping track tomorrow where I'm going to be doing a thousand kettlebell swings a day for 30 days. And at the same time, I'm going to be doing a thousand calf raises with
0: it. Boom. You're, you're an inspiration, Josh. Uh, It's been, it's so awesome. I woke up and this is the first conversation of the day that I have. So, um, much appreciated, man. thank you for being an inspiration to not only your family, but the people that are in the ultra running group or the people that are around you. And now the people who are listening to this podcast. So I appreciate you very much, my man.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. And I definitely appreciate the opportunity in this awesome podcast. And hopefully we can have another talk in the future.
0: Oh yeah. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon.